¡Sorpresa! ¡Papi, sorpresa! ¡Qué chabón, eh! ¡Sorpresa! ¿Lo gané? ¡Qué peligroso! Bueno, mejor cierre de carrera no pude tener, eh. Del año. Bueno, muchas gracias a todos los que votaron. Y esto simplifica mi carrera. Eso fue mi carrera. Congratulations to Mr. MVP, Gonzalo Higuaín. MVP. 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 Oh. MVP. I don't you even think he was the MVP of our own team, but congratulations to Mr. Higuaín for winning the 2022 Comeback Player of the Year. He wins it on our episode number 22. And, um, well, I mean, you, you and I have had a, a back and forth throughout the day about this award. Uh, a lot of people say well-deserved. I think he had a great end to the season. A beautiful end to his career outside of that weird loss in a baseball stadium. But, um, you know, before we get into that, I kind of want to see how you're doing, Chris. I, ha I haven't talked to you in a little over a week. How you been? Well, sir? yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been over a week since our last podcast. So that that sucks. But we're back at it because we're talking a little bit about uh, Iguain getting his award for the comeback player of the year. Which Now, is we, fantastic. It is fantastic. I'm glad that Inter Miami is collecting hardware, whether it be as a team, which hasn't happened yet, or individually. I think any recognition that the club can get is great. But I am not a, a blindly biased fan. I don't follow things just blindly just because it's my team. I think that this award is as weird as the referee of the year award that they gave out a couple weeks ago. Which I don't know what the point of that is. I'm not sure how that guy won it. I remember him throwing yellow flags during one of our games left and right. I thought he was a horrible referee, but he was referee of the year. And this comeback player of the year to me is just, it's just a little odd. One, because, well, he didn't come back from absolutely anything. Well, so how do you win comeback player of the year when you were never gone? Well, let's get let, let's get to the nitty gritty of who were the people in the running for this, right? So we had Gonzalo Higuain, of course. We had who was here forward. the whole time. You have, all right. So let's go with the the forward out in San Jose, Jeremy Ebobise. Yes, which and, missed most of last year with an injury. And then you got Montreal striker uh, Kai Kamara, which missed all of last year also. So here's the deal. Okay, just so you know, as far as how the voting went, apparently Iguain received 16.63% of voting by players, media, and team officials. 16? 16, 1-6. Uh, Jeremy Abobise received 14.9, and Montreal striker uh, Kai Kamara received 13.6. So... Iguain received more votes from players, media, and team officials. That's number one. Let's just get that one out of the way, right? Yeah, that's all new to me. That's the first time I hear that. It doesn't even make sense. He only got 16% of the votes, and he won it? Yeah, I mean, I think that some of the voting was also left to, to maybe fans. Maybe fans are, are majority uh, voters, uh, I guess. Okay, okay. Um, now but, it's starting to make sense. Okay, uh-huh. But, but let's, just, let's just get one thing straight here. Okay, mm -hmm. Iguain made a comeback, right? Whether he, it's your kind of comeback or my kind of comeback, at the end of the day, he came back. From where? He, he came back, baby. 
And the fact of the matter is, is that defined and just, just so I, I was talking to you a little bit earlier and we were discussing, right? What are the qualifications for making so-called comeback player of the year running, right? For this mm -hmm. trophy. Mm -hmm. And so football is all American, right? It is golden. You're talking NFL, right? Because yes, some people football. consider football. MLS football also. MLS is Major League Soccer. So we're here and we're talking now football, American okay. football. Got so the, the comeback player of the year is given to a person who, quote, unquote, okay, this is like by the rule book of the NFL, the biggest league. In the so we're United talking NFL. about the rules for the NFL, not the MLS. We're talking about the rules for the biggest league in the United States of America, okay? And it says here, quote, unquote, who shows perseverance in overcoming adversity in the form of not being in the NFL the previous year, overcoming a severe injury, or simply a poor performance. Now, luckily for Iguain's case, he overcame two of those. He overcame an injury. Two of them. What injury? He kind of got injured, okay? He hurt his <laughs> knee a little bit, okay? I mean, you know, whether it was severe, not severe, maybe he just he twisted like it. three or four games Listen, for that. Okay, you right. and I... You and I are not doctors. We have no idea whether he ruptured an Achilles, which is nowhere near the knee. I don't need uh, to be a ACL, doctor. No, he FCL. He wouldn't be playing this year if he, was, he ruptured his Achilles. A BCL doesn't matter. Something happened with his knee, and he was out. A knee okay. injury. All right. right. Hey. Okay. That's what the doctor said. And mm -hmm. then he came back with a powerful <laughs> with a powerful performance for the latter half of the season, right? And hey, that's two out of the three qualifications, baby. So it's only right that your boy Iguain walks away with that hardware. No? I've seen a lot of people on Twitter today. I started looking around, and just about everybody was saying, congratulations, well-deserved. Yes. Now, if you're listening and you said that, I get it. Don't listen to this guy. I get it. You follow your team blindly, and I respect that. I get it. Oh, no, this? no, yeah, it's true. It's, it's either it's it's the, those people that said that. It's are those the people that that draw that line in the sand and say you're either with us or against us. That's it. That's how they think. Because for you to say that he deserves comeback player of the year is absolutely ridiculous. You were talking about the NFL and all their rules, and the reason that stipulation is in there is just in case by some miracle that nobody major gets injured one season, the next season, they have to give it to somebody else. Oh, my gosh. So you think that, that, that's That's like... the reason that they put those stipulations in there, just in case something like that happens. Now, let's talk about the NFL for a second. Last okay. year's comeback player of the year, Joe Burrow. What happened the year before? Tore his ACL. Came back. Yeah. The year before that, Alex Smith almost lost his leg. Came back, yeah. took the Redskins or the Commanders, back then Redskins, to the playoffs. People come back from injuries and are considered comeback players of the year. They don't go and get benched for a couple games and come back. And all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, he made a crazy comeback. No, he just got more playing time. And suffering an injury. Let's not forget about that. that. So, and, All right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, and so at the end of the day, look, these guys that are playing American football suffered mm -hmm. catastrophic injuries. Okay? Granted. 
No, 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 no. You know what? Let's get off of the NFL because we're not talking football. We're talking Major League Soccer, like you Major said. League Soccer. So, Gonzalo Higuain wins it this year. Yes, he does. Despite the fact that last season he played more games than he played this season. That's because so he got he's injured. Not going back from less, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you account for the fact that if you count goals and assists as points, right? Let's say that they're points, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He combined, he had more goals and assists last year combined than he had this year. If anything, his production took a dip this year. What is he coming back from? I don't know. And then let's go back to the comeback players of the year over the last five years. Before this one, Carl's Gill. He missed the whole season up until October. Year before that, Bradley Wright Phillips only played 11 games the year before that. Then we had Jordan Morris, towards ACL, missed the whole season. Before that, Zarez only played like 11 games. Year before that, Clint Dempsey missed almost the whole season because he had an irregular heartbeat. Irregular heartbeat, come back from that, that's a comeback. That is a comeback. He's you know, one sit of the- on the bench for a couple games and get a couple uh, wood spleens, uh, splinters off the off the pine. That's not a comeback. That's just he got played. He played more minutes. That, that's it. And that's because Campana got hurt. It seems like uh, it seems like those guys qualified under those uh, injury sort of regulations. And Iguain just happened to qualify for two of the three uh, qualifications for comeback player of the year. I mean, that's I just respect, the way I see I it. respect what MLS is trying to do when they're trying to put a big name with their awards. I get course, it. That's what we were talking about. And, and I was just going to ask you if you really think that. Yes, of course that's what I think. Look, he's retiring. And look, I, I, I am happy for him that he ended his career. Look, outside of that loss in NY, against NYCFC, he ended his career on a high note. He was balling to end the season. But to say he's the comeback player of the year, I think it's ridiculous. If well, you want to, might as well go ahead and name the reward after him after this. Go ahead. Do that. Hey, you know comeback what? Year. It's a big name. Might as well call it the Gonzalo Higuain Trophy. Why not? I, you want uh, to give him the sportsmanship award also since he's such a great sportsman over the last couple of games? He stopped bitching at his teammates the last 15 a, games. Let's give phenomenal. him the sportsmanship award also. He was, a pheno- he was a phenomenal teammate. Yeah, super yeah, supportive. The last 15 games. And again, I hate having this discussion because now he's going to be like, oh, he's just an Iguain hater. I did. I, I want Put your I shirt on, bro. I, sh- I should have put that. I'm sorry, Iguain shirt. But it, it's just, I, I don't like to be biased. I'm not blindly going to follow this guy. I like the, the logo, but it's over here. The logo, but he doesn't like comeback player of the year. It makes no sense. And this isn't an attack on Iguain, it's an attack on MLS for having stupid awards like referee of the year. Or for giving awards to people that don't deserve them. Just well, because he's a big name doesn't mean he deserves comeback player of the year. He wasn't the comeback player of the year. Give him a thank you award. Thank you for coming and playing in our league. If that's what you want to do, go for it. But comeback player of the year makes absolutely no sense. But now, okay, and and I, I agree with you. I think that the MLS played their cards right in terms of giving this award, this trophy to Iguain. And and casually, it just happened to be the same year that he's retiring. Iguain is no Joe Blow here. I mean, he's been playing soccer for 17-plus years of his life. He's played at the highest levels in just about every experience that he's had. So I, I can see why the MLS could see this as more of a chess move versus, I guess, a, a more um, a, a deserved sort of an award to him. But look, the fact of the matter is, is that he won it. He won it fair and square. Made that comeback. 
got injured, almost blew his knee out from the way that the replay looked. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Yeah, that was a very dramatic uh, video that they made when he was presented that award. And I, I agree. They, they played it up because if you watch that video and you don't know what just happened this past season, it looks like he got some type of knee injury and that's what he came back from. It, they they know that it's so outlandish that they had to throw that random video clip of him falling down and hurting his knee to kind of make it make sense because listen, they can't just show him like just sitting on the bench. Listen, that thing could have been a career ender. Okay, it was that it was that bad. Okay, he almost like, got he would have his grown knee. his hair back. It would have made more sense to have a comeback. <laughs> and that, that would have been a comeback. Come back with that hairline. And you really don't like the, the 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 giving the kudos to the referee award? You don't think that that maybe translates into better refereeing in the future or something like that? I mean, I, I, look, I really don't make heads or tails about it. Look, I'm sure that they probably give that award in other leagues. But I think it's weird that they promoted it on their website. I, I remember that guy's face. I remember it because I made a, a, a little video of his face on top of Oprah. And she, you know how Oprah says, you get a car, you get a car. I remember I made a video yeah, where everybody course. was getting a yellow card. So I remembered his face. Now, maybe that was yeah. a one, one bad game he had. But just based off of that game and that memory I had of him, I was like, how did this guy win this award? I, I had never heard of anybody publicizing that award in any other league. And the fact that I saw his face connected to it, I thought it was a little silly. Maybe that is something that other leagues do. I promise you that they don't put it up on their NBA.com. Like, here's the referee of the year. Or, or NFL or anything like that. And again, I don't know if they do that or not, but if they do, they don't promote it because I've never seen it. Funny thing is, is that this guy won uh, MLS Referee of the Year back in 2020. Ismail Elfath. This is the same guy, if I'm not mistaken, that was the referee when we played against uh, uh, against Taxi. And, uh, and, and the whole, you know, sort of racism thing went down. So oh, maybe I don't remember. Maybe, maybe I guess because of the way he, I, I, he handled maybe, that. Or it, it, yeah, maybe, maybe if he was in that game and the way he handled it, maybe that does give him a, a leg up. I, I don't remember if he was that. The only thing I remember was that one game, and I don't remember I guess who it was. Might have been Chicago. I don't remember, but he was giving yellow cards left and right. That I do remember. The funny thing is, is I always liked that referee Armando Villarreal, but this isn't referee talk, right? This is uh, battered Heron's talk. So, but Armando Villarreal would have gotten my vote. He actually only got twenty five percent of the player vote. And your boy, do you Ismael do got you know it. any other referee? Uh, that guy, Armando Villarreal. He was, I think, the referee for the All Star game. And if you check out YouTube, you'll be able to see that he has a camera on him and he's in the game talking to the players. So that's you a pretty cool sick. thing. Hey, you know, you there's some sick. interesting you know stuff on YouTube. Uh, well, Ar Armando Villarreal is good. Check it out on YouTube and tell everybody that you know to check us out on YouTube as well, okay? If not, we're going to your house with Iguain and we're blowing kneecaps out. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's a cap on that, even though, look, nobody's ever going to convince me otherwise, but I know I'm in the minority because apparently Inter-Miami fans follow the team and the players blindly to say that he it was well-deserved. He had a great career. He had a great season. But to say that comeback player of the year is well-deserved is just stupid. Listen, guys, don't listen to Danny. Everybody round up into Homestead. Okay, we're getting our pitchforks. We're getting our torches. And we're going straight to you. And we're going to attack you and blow your knees out. <laughs> and see if you can make a comeback off of that. 
He didn't have blown out knees. Yeah, that's what it looked. He that's had, what it looked had, like to no, me. Okay, had, it looked severe, almost splinters. a, a career like ender. Fine. That's it. Um, no. Almost a full blown career ender is what he suffered. Well, with that said, I wish Iguain was coming back, but that's 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 neither here nor there because I, I'm sure everybody just assumes that I'm just an Iguain hater now. Well, and you know, it it'd be great, especially now that he's clicking with uh, with Pozuelo. Uh, hopefully we can be able to see sort of a Pozuelo click with, with Campana. I mean, look, there's a little bit that I wanted to talk about with in terms of rumors and stuff like that. I know that you're not a big fan of all these rumors and stuff. Um, Soccer is by far, I follow all five major sports. If anybody didn't know that, I am a big sports junkie, and I follow all five major sports very closely. And by far and away, Soccer is the absolute worst when it comes to rumors. None of them ever come true. And there's a million of them out there. You would figure that somebody would become like a like a Woj or a Shams or an Adam Schefter yeah. or something. But no, nobody. Just, it, it is horrible. There's yeah. nobody that you can rely on. The rumors are, are constant. And Chris is relatively new to soccer. He hasn't experienced the full offseason yet. You're going to see, Chris, when January comes around, we're going to be linked to Ronaldo. We're going to be linked to, to, to Messi, to Suarez, to Shakira. We're going to be linked to absolutely everybody, <laughs> and none of them are going to come. And we're going to end up getting uh, – what's this guy's name that, that we loaned out to Mexico? Like, I hated him uh, so much that I forgot his name. Pizarro. We're going to get Pizarro back. That's what we're going to get back in January. Instead yeah. of getting Suarez or Ronaldo, we're going to get Pizarro back. So he can get a stupid little smile crap. That's his stupid celebration. So – it's just it's just horrible. The rumors in soccer are horrible. Well, and I and I've noticed that with some of the coverage. I think I, I did see on Twitter a couple people talking about a player that that comes out of Brazil, a defender. I mean, look, uh, the one thing I do want to talk about is rumors, but a little bit later into the year. So I think that that's going to be the perfect time. You know, I want to make sure we go over that. And uh, you know, I, I really want everybody to. It's hard to talk rumors. Especially yeah. before the World Cup, because the soccer world is at a standstill once the World Cup begins. And speaking of which, if anybody's listening that likes international soccer, we're going to start covering the World Cup in a couple of weeks. Yes. So. so we have planned basically the next episode, we're going to cover the whole year uh, mm -hmm. for Inter Miami, right? And we're going to yeah. go over how they went, basically how everything fell. And then from there, we're going to be covering some World Cup soccer. And, uh, and look, you got to catch us out here. Okay, again, we'll blow your kneecaps out, Iguain style. <laughs> okay, let's not forget about that suffering injury that he got in order to earn this comeback player of the year. Now, be, uh, before we, we go, yeah, I, I know you said we didn't want to get too much into rumors. Yes. But this isn't necessarily a rumor, more of a, of a maybe a, a wish, I guess I would say. Neymar? Atlanta United has informed Joseph Martinez that he will no longer be in their future plans, meaning he will now be available. Joseph Martinez is a monster, an absolute monster. Now, he got injured. He missed a lot of time. He came back. He's not, he, he's not scoring like he was just two or three years ago when he broke the record for most goals in the season, but he's still a monster. If you had the chance to get him, but you had to sacrifice Campana, would you? I don't think so, man. 
because I know that there was a, a game that I saw by Atlanta United just recently where they were talking about Joseph Martinez and that he didn't play. An animal. Well, and yeah, and every time I see him, he's a monster. He's he 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 goes for it. But I've also I also heard some of the commentary where they were talking about that he didn't play much recently. I think they benched him for yep. a couple games. Look, so he, he was a in the year 2018, he had 31 goals. Ooh. In 2019, he had 27 goals. 2020 is when he got injured. He only played one game that year. He, only, he didn't even finish the game. He, he got hurt the first game. Then 2021, he came back last year. He had played 24 games, started 18, only scored 12 goals. And this past season, past season, played 26 games, started 12 of them, scored nine goals. So obviously his production has gone extremely down ever since he yeah. had that injury. I don't know if he would require a, a DP spot since, I mean, his production has fallen off so much. He's 29 years old. He'll be 30 in May. So he'll start the year in his 20s, end his year as, as a 30-year-old. If he doesn't require a DP spot and he kind of wants to live here in Miami like just about everybody does, I'd bring him on. Why not? That would be a dream. We're lose. We, our dream was to have Campana and Iguain up top, right, with Pozuelo behind them. If we can switch that out for a non-DP and Joseph Martinez and Campana up top with Pozuelo behind them, give me that all day. Of course, we need Pozuelo to sign with, with us again, but that, that would be, personally for me, that would be a dream. But then again, I mean, under those circumstances, I guess it, it'd be a great fit. It'd be perfect. For both parties, but then what the hell are we supposed to do with Coco Jean? Like we just got this guy in the bargain <laughs> bin, and, uh, and and now all of a sudden uh, you know we're just supposed guy. to we're just supposed <laughs> to sit him on the pine, and then on top of that, we got Robbie Robinson who's been sitting in the ER for the last five years. No, Robbie like, Robinson got loaned out to Spain. Oh, okay, all right. I thought that he got injured. And no, no, no. He got, he got, he got. No, no. He he was injured all year, but he just got loaned out to Spain, so we won't be seeing him probably. So we got uh, Coco John is signed through twenty twenty four. Look at this, man. Look at that. Dude, I, we got two more seasons with that clown car. You can't so, even call him a clown. You he didn't even play. You don't know if he's good or not. I mean, look, maybe it's a little bit knee jerk what I'm doing here, but we picked him out the 100%. bargain bin. Look, we picked him up out the bargain bin. When we were shopping around for Pozuelo, we got the expensive item with Pozuelo. We got the clearance item with Coco. And this guy is just not worth the squeeze from what I see. But again. You haven't seen anything. How can you I say mean, he's not worth it when you haven't seen anything? What is this guy doing with like five minutes of my life? I mean, look, may, like I said, maybe this is knee jerk. But then if we're going to end up getting this guy, Joseph Martinez, what are we doing for two years with Coco Jean? Just sitting well, behind like three other strikers. I don't have the contracts in front of me. Next week, when we break down the season and look towards next season, we're gonna have how many expiring contracts we have, how many people yeah. come back, how many people. So it's gonna be a little more in detail next week. But well, I do have a question for you, without any information. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe we we he signed for another three years or not. And just so you know, but, you're also you're also forgetting that Emerson's gonna be taking the helm. At some point, but let's go ahead. All right. Um, 
if I told you that Coco is going to get Indiana Vasilev's minutes, because I think Indiana, is, he might be a free agent. I don't think he's coming back. Again, I don't have the conscience in front of me. Next week, we'll have this conversation a little more seriously. Wouldn't you prefer to see what Coco has if he's just going to take Indiana's spot? I don't want to see Indiana back here. That is a really good question. And for sure, we're going to educatedly be able to answer that next week. I uh, Just knee-jerking, I'd say give me knee-jerking, I say give me Vasilev. What? This guy, Over Coco? Yeah. I, I don't even know who this guy Coco is. If he comes I know, but I know, that, face, I know what Indiana is, and I don't want to see it anymore. Listen, if Coco punches me in the face, I have I would have no idea who he is. Absolutely none. If you take away, and I know you can't take away stats, blah, 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 but hypothetically, motherfuckers, if you take away those two goals that he had against Minnesota in the 81st minute that he came in, and he scored two goals to, to randomly uh, win the game that game. If you take those two goals away, he played like a thousand minutes, and I think he only scored maybe once, if that. I, I'd have to check. And we'd lose that game. And we'd lose that game. Oh my god, you're making me sick right now. That I mean, look, is... it's either that or or or, or, or bark at Ben John. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather take my chances with bargain Ben John. I I don't know. I mean, look, you can have Bargain Benjan. I'll take Indiana Vasilev running look at that. around. I, I just looked it up. He played 1,059 minutes. You know how many goals he scored this year? Three. No, two. Those two against Minnesota. That's they it. Were big. They that, were big. They, they were big. Yes, yes. Admittedly, they were big. <laughs> they were big. But you know what? I, I don't give a crap. It wasn't enough for me to say, you know what? Bring him back. Let me see what Coco got. I mean, I guess since you picked him up out the bargain bin, you might as well get as much as you can out of him. I mean, what we've look, seen him, look, like I said, for I, like three minutes. But you never know, man. You won't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna clip this, and next clip year, it. When balling. I'm gonna bring this back and throw it in your face. Bargain bin, John, baby. Where you at? <laughs> where you at, man? Do you have anything else for the people, Chris? Don't believe in this Danny stuff and this bargain bin John stuff, okay? I'm look, I don't believe in him, but I'd rather see what he has. I already see what Indiana has. I don't want to see that anymore. I want everybody to tell your family, your friends, your grandparents that make good Cuban coffee to subscribe so you can watch this clown foolery. <laughs> this guy over here. You're pointing the wrong way. There you go. There we go. This way. <laughs> so he, you can watch him talk about. Coco beware and bargain Ben John. Okay. Wait till Get next year. Wait, wait till next year where we're balling with Joseph Martinez, Campano up top. We got Pozuelo behind them, and behind them is gonna be Bryce Duke, and you got uh Coco Jean. You, you yeah. just wait, sir. You yeah. just wait. Yeah, might as well bring everybody. You got Pizarro over here. Yeah, get out of no, here. No, I don't man. want Pizarro. No, no, no. Put, Pizarro. Take, keep, that, keep that guy in Mexico. Take Coco Jean back. Give me a gift card for the guy. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to episode 22, and we will catch you guys next week when we actually review the season correctly and uh, we preview the, the following season. I mean, it's going to be early predictions. Just talking crap. Have a good one. <laughs>